hey, can we get real? There's a lot of uncertainty in our world today, and I want to encourage you, especially if you are a support-raising missionary or if you're raising funds for a ministry or a nonprofit. This is not the time to shrink back. I'm Kay Helm, and this is the Life and Mission Podcast. I got a message recently from a supporter. She'd been giving a little over three years, and she called me up and she said, hey, I've lost my job, and I need to stop support. You know, we all don't like to get a call like that. First of all, because something bad happened to one of our donors. That's that's a priority right there is the, the well-being of people we know and love, right? But we think, too, in today's world, right? Inflation, COVID, war, all kinds of economic uncertainty and uncertainty about a lot of different things. And we wonder, even if we don't consciously wonder about it, it can be stressful thinking about, you know, are people going to stick with us? Are, are we going to maintain that level of support that, that we're used to? Are we going to lose ground? Well, that's what I'm talking about today. I'm not worried because God has already called me into a new season of business, and I'm instigating calls with supporters now, too. This supporter actually already knows my schedule for transitioning out of ministry, but during this transition, I'm thinking of my friends in ministry who raise support, missionary support or raising funds for the ministry of the whole. No matter what you're raising funds for, it's stressful. And if you're on the field and you're doing the work and you get a message like this, the temptation might be to shrink back. The temptation might be to say, well, people are hurting. And they are. And I feel bad for asking for money to support the ministry. But here's something that you need to know. Fidelity Charitable did a study on the pandemic's effect on giving. They found 54% of donors plan to maintain their giving levels. 25% plan to increase their giving. Yes, I said increase. What's more, 40% of the donors they surveyed said that they were not shifting their donations to another cause. They were sticking with organizations and with people, right, that they already knew and trusted. So your donors that you have a relationship with, there might be circumstances, there might be seasons, but overall, this was a very encouraging report. Now, inflation might be a little different than the COVID situation because it's affecting people's pocketbooks directly, right? The subsidies and the things that were helping people have largely been withdrawn. Inflation is going to affect people's giving, their ability to give because they're spending more on essentials. And it's going to affect your ability to deliver services and your own ability to do what you need to do because the cost of things is, is risen. So we know in, inflation is going to have an effect. We want to look at things realistically, and there are things you can do in your fundraising to help people in this time, to give in in creative ways. There are things you can do, like you can even ask people to increase. There will be people who can increase their giving, and there are going to be people who are going to decrease their giving. I want to encourage you, though, my big message today is this is not a time to pull back. That money 
belongs to God. It's not yours. It's not your donor's money. It's God's. Proverbs 21.1 says, The king's heart is in the hand of the Lord. Like the rivers of water, he turns it wherever he wishes. I love that verse. I did some research on tributaries and on irrigation uh, a few years ago, and, and I'm doing this off of memory, but but there was a, a word picture associated with some of these verses where where the the channels that he talks about in this verse, in, in another translation, it talks about channels of water. And I just got this mental picture of God kind of sticking his finger in the dirt and, and there's a stream and he kind of just sticks his finger in there and he just draws a line out and he just makes a little, you know, a little ditch there with his finger, right? And he just channels off some of that water and he brings it into another place. And he, and that's when the deserts have running water and the deserts come into bloom and he, and he channels that and he moves those things around. And so I just, I just think that's a beautiful picture and things are always being moved around. And some donors are going to leave, but some will also come. So coming or going, we are still called into that relationship. We are in this together. And that's the beauty of that support raising type of situation is that none of us really works independent of one another. The resources, though, belong to God, and he will move them around from time to time. But for us... Those of us in the field, those of us doing the work, we still have to do our part, right? So, so when you're thinking about your fundraising, you still have to be ready to receive. You still have to make it easy for people to give. You still need to ask. And not only ask, but more than ever, you need to tell stories. You need to share testimonies of what God is doing through this ministry that he's given you. Remember, fundraising is a part of the ministry. It's not uh, like the evil necessary, you know, sidecar to ministry. It's not that kind of thing we don't want to do, right? It's a part. It's an essential part of the ministry that you're doing. It is a part of discipling and leading and ministering to the people that God has given to you for this season. You pray together, you weep together, you celebrate together, you do the work together. So if you feel bad about asking for money, I want you to ask yourself a few questions because that kind of, that uneasy feeling, it can be from our attitudes about money. It can be from, you know, wounds we have around money. It can be from things we've experienced with money. But as far as the kind of the fundraising activities, I want you to ask these questions, okay? Number one, do I only talk to my people when I need something? Do I only talk to my people when I need something? Number two, am I sharing the ministry with them without asking for money? In other words, am I telling stories? Am I sharing with them just, hey, this is what happened. Isn't that cool? Look what God did. Look what happened. Look what happened as a result of your gift. Look what happened as as a result of your prayer. Look at what happened as a result of you showing up. Am I sharing the smiles I get to see? If I'm out on the field and I'm thousands of miles away from my supporters, do they get to see the smiles that I get to see? The little comments that made you smile 
the little things where people appreciated something. Sometimes we forget to celebrate the way we're so immersed in the needs and the needs are great. I'm not minimizing anything, but, but we've got to celebrate those wins too. Am I really celebrating this with the people that are in this with me, right? Do they get to experience, do the donors ever get to experience the joy and fulfillment that I feel on a day when I absolutely know that God is with me and that God loves without reserve the people he's called me to serve? Am I sharing that? So ask yourself those questions and, and you might have some more that you'd like to ask. Hey, if you've got them, share them with us. Ask yourself those questions. And if you have not been telling stories, if you've not been sharing the work and sharing the joy, then now's a good time to start. Share a testimony without an ask. Call somebody up and pray with them. No expectation of anything in return. If it's been really rough, say that. But also recall the times when you saw a miracle, when you soared, when it wasn't so rough. Look back on the things that God has done and recall those things, and we can re- we remind each other of God's goodness, right, when we share those stories. So sometimes your stories, maybe with COVID and all the stuff, and maybe it's been a struggle recently, but you can go tell, hey, remember three years ago when we finished building the, the schoolhouse? Or, hey, remember when we finally got that thing done a few years ago? Hey, I'm looking forward to new ventures like that. I'm looking forward to when we can celebrate the next thing. Share the old stories again. Look, especially with people that have been with you for a while, you look back and reflect on that time. Remind them of how they were a part of that. That's a great story. That's a great story to tell, and, and you're allowed to do that. You don't have to constantly come up with new things, honestly, right? All through the Bible, look at all the times that God's reminding his people, tell the stories of the time I did this. Tell the story of the time I did that. So we we can do that, right? Ask people. You don't have to be the only storyteller. Call up your supporters. Call up your donors and say, hey, tell me about a time when you really felt God's presence. Let them share. You listen. Listen to their stories. Pull stories out out of them. Build relationship. It's just a great time to build relationship, okay? We grow closer by sharing stories. We are fundraisers, but it's not the only thing we are. We are also brothers and sisters in Christ. We bear one another's burdens. We share one another's joys. We celebrate all that God is doing, and we look to him with eager expectation. Here are some starters, okay, if you don't quite know how to start this conversation. If you don't quite know how to start a story, just start with this. I remember when. Or the first time I saw God something was the time when something, right? Or I never thought I'd see. Okay, fill in the blanks. Just use those as starters. Or when you're in conversation with somebody, say, tell me about, or do you remember when? Great story starters. In a time of uncertainty, we find solid ground to stand on when we remind each other of God's faithfulness. Now, when you're storytelling, especially in written form, don't just say he's faithful. Share the story 
of how you know he's faithful. You see? See, that's the difference. We can say he's faithful, but when we share the story, we know he's faithful. This is the word of your testimony, and we are always called to glorify the name of the Lord. Stories help us to see how he's moving and how he's working in the world today, and we really need that. So let's build each other up. There is a time to ask, and yes, ask in tough economic times. Ask in times of uncertainty. Ask. But at any time, you must tell stories, and you must tell stories before you ever earn the right to ask. So always be telling stories, okay? Don't just tell stories now so you can get to the ask, okay? Don't do that. But we always need to examine our hearts, right, and our motives. But don't fret. God's got you. Share the stories. Share them with boldness and confidence in the Lord as you trust him to turn the hearts and the resources wherever he wishes, towards you, towards somebody else, wherever he's moving those resources, that's okay. Our job is to share the stories and to ask. So don't stop asking. Don't stop telling stories. You need both. You need all of that, okay? Don't stop reporting. Just Keep that communication rolling. Keep that encouragement going. And if you don't know what to say, tune in here. Shoot me an email, connect at lifeandmission.com. Let's get connected with mission writers. I'll have a little more information about that. So I hope you found this episode encouraging. If you did, would you please do me a favor and let somebody know about it? There's my ask, okay? Would you share this, please, with somebody or write a review in your favorite podcast app? That would be really awesome because that's how I build my business. That's how uh, more people get access to these resources and to this type of encouragement, this type of of, uh, tips. So if you found it helpful... I'm sure you know somebody else who would also find it helpful. So if you'll share that, that's my ask today. Take care. Tell those stories. Until next time, I'm Kay Helm, and this is the Life and Mission Podcast. Find your voice. Tell your story. Change the world. Hey, it's Kay here. There's one big truth about fundraising that people do not tell you when you start out. And that is, if you struggle to tell stories, you will struggle to raise funds. But what kinds of stories do you tell? How do you tell them? Where do you find them? How do you put them together? And how do you do all that while you're running your ministry, while you're doing all the work and all the things that you have to do? It does not have to be overwhelming. This is my good news. And also, I want you to hear this. Fundraising is not just about asking for money. Raising funds for your mission does not have to feel icky. Fundraising is really about relationships. It's about sharing stories with friends. And it's about being very clear about what it takes to accomplish great things together. 
I created the Mission Writers course to help you tell better stories, to know what stories to tell, when to tell them, how to tell them, where to find your stories. So go over to missionwriters.org. That's missionwriters, like you're writing. Missionwriters.org has all the details on the course and on the group coaching program. So you have two options. And if you love a missionary or a nonprofit leader who needs this course, gift certificates are available. So check it out at missionwriters.org and let's make 2024 your best year ever. Ever.